Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. We got brand new Flyers Daily for the 9th of January, 2024. Flyers Daily, as always, presented by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live. Flyers fall to the Penguins 4-1. to one. A big trade is made, and we try to make sense of all of it because it's been quite, quite, as i got to fix my camera, quite the night of Flyers hockey. Fly, let, let's start with the game first. Flyers lose to the Penguins. Final score, 4-1, to one. and I don't want to gloss over this game completely um, because it was a pretty meaningful game. Penguins are one of those teams chasing the Flyers. Uh, seven points separates number two in the division from number seven in the division, which was the Penguins coming in. So it was an important hockey game, um, but a game that I don't know that I have felt more disconnected from a game that I've worked in a very long time. And I felt really disconnected from this one from about that eight-minute mark into the first period when all of a sudden we find out that the Flyers made the trade uh, of Cutter Gauthier to the Anaheim Ducks for Jamie Drysdale in a second-round pick. Um, suddenly the night wasn't so much about tonight but about the future and all the different questions that come with it. But that being said, Penguins opened the scoring 45 seconds in on the power play. Raquel got his fifth on the, on the man advantage, put the Penguins up 1-0. They had Carlson at 7:27, picked up his seventh of the season to make it 2-0. Flyers cut the lead in half. Yeah, they get a power play goal. Second game in a row where they got a power play goal. And Owen Tippett picked it up, his 13th of the season. Nice little slide pass from Igor Zamula. Uh, got the Flyers on the board, made it 2-1. Faraby picked up an assist as well. But Chad Ruedel in the second period made it 3-1. And then in the third period of Kenny Malkin, Picked up his 15th, made it 4-1. That's the extent of the scoring. So only two Flyers assist on one Flyer power play goal in the game. And that means just 60 pounds of food will get donated to local communities in need as part of the Flyers and Penn Medicine's community assist. So Flyers go down against the Penguins. They'll be back at it. Another home game before uh, they hit the road for a road trip. Uh, the game on Wednesday against Montreal at Wells Fargo Center. Then Friday in Minnesota. And uh, Saturday, they'll be in Winnipeg. And then Monday, they'll take on the St. Louis Blues before coming back home to take on Dallas, Colorado, Ottawa, and Tampa for a four-game homestand. Now, it looks like they're going to do it with a new defenseman. They traded Cutter Gauthier. We got the news last night that, like I said, eight minutes into the game, I think the email came over at 7.20. So game starts at 7.07. 7.20 is about the eight-minute mark of the first period. General manager Daniel Briere announced that the Flyers acquired Jamie Drysdale and a second round pick in the 2025 NHL draft. So not this year's, next year's, in exchange for forward Cutter Gauthier, who the Flyers drafted uh, a year prior to last in 2022 with the fifth overall selection. Of course, Cutter Gauthier played his freshman year at BC, uh, played in the World Juniors that year as well. Came back and played after after his college season last year, played in the World Hockey Championships, had a really good tournament, playing on the wing in that tournament. Then came into his sophomore year at Boston College, having a real good year, playing second-line center on that team. Will Smith's the top-line center. And then going and playing, obviously, in the World Juniors, capturing gold, uh, the offensive player of the tournament, 12 points in seven games, had a very good tournament. Matter of fact, we just talked about him on yesterday's episode with Bill Meltzer. and kind of out of nowhere, we get the right hook that, boom, his Flyers tenure is done. He is headed to the Anaheim Ducks. 
and the Flyers get Jimmy Drysdale, who was the top-ranked defenseman in the 2020 NHL draft. Extremely good skater. Not a decent skater. A really good skater. Not a big guy, uh, but a guy that can be a, a QB <clears throat> <clears throat> not a big guy, but a guy that can be your power play quarterback with good effectiveness, a guy that can defend and provide some offensive elements to his games as well. Now he missed about, I think 74 or 75 games last year with a torn labrum in his shoulder. And then this year um, came back just a couple weeks ago. He's only played 10 games, but he is healthy now. And uh, he will be in Philadelphia today, and he may be in the lineup tomorrow. So let's talk about this. We're going to get to Danny Briere. He met with the media after the first intermission. I'm going to have that for you in total at the end of this. But let's get into the ramifications. Let's start with the obvious first. It came out from some reporters, national reporters, Frank Valley and some others, that Cutter Gauthier didn't want to play in Philadelphia. When I first read it, I'm going, huh. Okay, that's interesting. And then Danny Briere, in his media availability, again, that you'll hear in just a moment, confirmed that. That things with Cutter Gauthier kind of went sideways when he got back from the World Hockey Championship in the late spring, early summer. And then Cutter Gauthier didn't show up here in Philadelphia for development camp. And Danny Briere at the time said, I don't know why he's not here. So obviously he had soured on the situation. And then... They basically lost contact with him. Um, they didn't have any contact with him through training camp. He wasn't supposed to be here for training camp. Couldn't as a collegiate player. <clears throat> then went back to BC and Keith Jones, Danny Briere, and Patrick Sharp traveled over to Sweden for the World Ho World Junior Championship. And his family refused to meet with them. Um, he wouldn't meet with them. There was no communication. And it was clear he did not want to play in Philadelphia. So there's a couple of routes they could have gone. They could have played hardball. And made him wait four years, go back to college for two more years, risk injury, and you know, say, hey, we own your rights for two more years after this. Let's play, we'll play hardball. And if you want to play in the NHL sooner, you're gonna to have to play in Philadelphia. Get over it. So they didn't want to go down that route and decided, okay, let's start shopping him. And, and Danny Breer said they were shopping him as soon as last year's draft and talking to teams about, you know, their interest in Cutter Gauthier. And perhaps his value is never going to be higher than it is right now. Coming out of that tournament, the way he played, no doubt about it. It's why we were all excited. It's why we're all kind of bummed today. Because we wanted to see that player as a flyer. But whatever happened to make him not want to play in Philadelphia, and there's a lot of wild conjecture out there. Everything from Kevin Hayes and the Boston College Connection souring him on Philadelphia or souring him on John Tortorella or he wanted to turn pro at the end of his freshman season and the Flyers didn't advise against it. I will say this. I don't care what the reason is. If Kevin Hayes infected him, if he didn't want to play for John Tortorella, he didn't, you know, he wanted to turn pro before the organization thought he was ready. And if he's going to pout about it like that, I don't want the guy here. I do want to build culture and I don't want to build a culture of inmates running the asylum. 
So while I was very excited for Cutter Goche, and I'm bummed that he's not going to be here. I truly am. But for whatever reason, he didn't want to be here. And maybe this is the Philadelphia in me. You don't want to play here? Bleep you. Get out. I don't want you. If you if you if you can't handle playing in this city, then I don't want you here. Because it does take a special athlete to be able to play in this city. Yeah, we are tough on the athletes in this city, in the Northeast. And if a coach being hard on you to get the most out of you deters you, or you're going to listen to a former player who didn't have a good finish here, or you didn't like that they didn't sign you after your freshman year, and now you're going to sour like that after you looked the team in the eye at the draft and said, I'm going to be a flyer? I mean, that is incredibly weak to me. And the other part that really, frankly, pisses me off is that a draft pick has got the the grapes to not even tell you or meet with you. Your team's brass travels from Philadelphia to Sweden. That's not like going to Dover or going to Boston or going to Vermont, or heading to Penn State. They went to Sweden, and you refuse to look them in the eye and say you don't want to be here? What the hell is that? That is small. That is weak. So while I love the player's skill set, and again, I am bummed he's not going to be scoring goals here as a Philadelphia Flyer with Matt Vemichkoff and Joel Farabee and Travis Konechny. And others, damn it, there's a lot of sign, warning signs here about this player to me. And his true colors have been shown. The fact that the team went over there to meet with them, to look him in the eye, see if they could present their plan and convince him to change his mind, and he wouldn't even meet with them? That is a gutless coward. So have fun in Anaheim. Go out there, go on the beach, play out there in anonymity. Good on you. Now, as far as what the Flyers got, admittedly, I don't know a ton about Jamie Drysdale. I haven't been following the Anaheim Ducks super close the last couple of years. They haven't been very good. But the Anaheim Ducks drafted Jamie Drysdale sixth overall in 2020. He was the highest-ranked defenseman in his draft. He is an incredibly talented player that can move the puck. Very today NHL. And we're going to get a look at him right away. He's going to be here. Today, as luck would have it for him, he's going to cut his journey, you know, in pieces. He left Anaheim yesterday to fly to Nashville because Anaheim plays Nashville tonight. But he's getting rerouted from Nashville to Philadelphia. Now, first of all, how does a player that this happens to packs his bags for the road trip for the Anaheim Ducks, thinking he's going to Nashville and wherever, wherever else they were going? So he packs his bags for that trip. He gets traded to Philadelphia when he gets to Nashville. Now, the Flyers have a home game tomorrow night against Montreal. And then they're getting on a plane and going to Minnesota, not so warm. They're going to Winnipeg, even colder. And then they're going to go to St. Louis and play three games in four days on the road. How's a player pack for that? How does he get his clothes? How does he get his stuff? (laughs) Forget about that. Just the stupid things that go through my mind. 
But Jamie Drysdale is going to come into the lineup. Now, he's a right-shot defenseman, the unicorn. And what is the trickle-down effect? Okay, if he's going to come in the lineup, say he's going to be in the lineup tomorrow night against Montreal, who's coming out? Okay, you're right-handed, you're right-side guys. Travis Sanheim, uh, he's probably not going to come out. Uh, Sean Walker, he's probably not going to come out. He's probably going to go on the trade block even more now because you just acquired a 21-year-old right-side guy. And Rasmus Ristolainen, you need some size back there too. So what do you do? There's got to be a move coming as a result of this acquisition that all of a sudden you've acquired a player at a position where you have kind of locked in right now, but now you've locked a guy in for much longer of a term with Jamie Drysdale. He's got two more years under contract after this. Uh, I think he's at $2.2 million is his contract around there. Uh, he's on his first out of his ELC contract. So is there another move to come rather quickly? Is it going to take some time? How do they kind of get these guys all in the in the lineup? Well, there's a lot of lot to lot to unpack here. And you know, Jamie Drysdale, if he can come in and and be a top pairing right side defenseman. I mean, suddenly you look at kind of what could take place as a trickle down effect. Sean Walker could be traded. Obviously, you'd love to get a first-round pick for him. Get as much as you can for him. Create a bidding war. He's in the final year of his deal. Then, you know, you can consider trading Nick Sealer because you can bring up a left-side guy, Emil Andre, or you can bring up other D and Ronnie Adder or Adam Yinning. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities now. I wasn't expecting one of the young pieces to be here in January, we were expecting Cutter Gauthier to be here after his collegiate season, which could have been late March. But now all of a sudden, that's been flipped forward. And it's not a D you need. Now, I mean, they still need a piece. They just need a different piece now. They needed to acquire a top-pairing right-side defenseman no matter what. No matter what. If Cutter Gauthier was coming here, you still needed to find the D. Hard piece to find. Now that you've maybe acquired that piece in Jamie Drysdale, now you need to find a center. Hard piece to find. Top line center. Hard piece to find. So you swap one hard piece to find for another. Some will go, well, this team's biggest need is scoring goals. I don't disagree. And you're still going to have to go out and find that. But is a right-handed D harder to find than a high goal-scoring left winger? I thought it was funny that Danny Breer, in which you're about to hear, referred to Cutter Gauthier several times as a left winger, not as a center. We traded a defenseman for a center, a right shot defenseman for a left winger. That's what he said, rather. He repeated left wing multiple times. It's the first time I heard Cutter Gauthier referred to as a left winger and not as a center in a long time. But we'll see how it all plays out. So without further ado, let me get to Danny Breer. We're going to chew on this the next couple of days um, and keep angling the discussion and talking about it. Um, but I'm stunned, just like everybody else. What a night.
Unbelievable. Uh, all right, here's the general manager, Danny Briere, talking to the media about the trade to Cutter Gauthier. Well, it's, uh, it was a long time coming. It's been, it's been going on for a while. Um, you know, we, uh, we tried to uh, give him space. Um, we tried to get in touch with him many times. They, wouldn't, they would not communicate as far as uh, the Gauthier side. Um, you know, so at some point we had to make a decision, and, and we thought with what happened just a few days ago, uh, this was our time to probably get the highest value. Um, not very often you get the chance to to find a Jamie Drysdale that you can add to uh, to your lineup. Um, you know, when that that came about, and um, his name uh, made was made available. We uh, we got really excited, and you know, the chance to add a player of this caliber to a premium position as a right shot defenseman for for a left winger um, just made a lot of sense, and we felt it was the right time to do it. When you say this goes back a long time, does this go back to him not wanting to come to camp in the summer? It does. Um, you know, and the reason why we didn't want to say anything was not to to hide anything from from our great fans, it was to try to protect the kid. We we were hoping that at some point he would change his mind. I mean, he, he had already changed his mind. He um, looked at us at the draft and told us he was built to be a flyer, wanted to be a flyer, and then a few, maybe a few months later, told us that he didn't want to be a flyer, didn't want to play for the flyers. So in our mind at first, we, we said we have to protect him. We have to, because uh, if he changes his mind again, um, you know, and it's out there that he doesn't want to play, it's going to be tough for him. Um, to put the uniform on, uniform on, um, you know. But uh, when we realized that they refused to talk to us, now it's been months, and he didn't want to be a flyer, didn't want to be in Philadelphia. Um, it, it was time to make it happen. It goes back. They told us uh, when he came back from the World Championship uh, last May, I believe. Why did he not want to be a flyer? Why did he not want to be in Philadelphia? Uh, I don't know. We never got an answer. Um, so I, I don't know much more than that. Just how surprising is it, Danny, given he was pretty gung-ho about being a flyer when you guys drafted him. Just Are you, are you blown away that he's not want to come here? We were when it happened. I mean, now at this point, it is what it is. Uh, we started looking at uh, how can we turn this um, and, and make the most of it. Um, you know, and, and, and I have to say, like, I, I was... I have to thank all the other teams that were involved, the teams that um, called us about him um, to, to keep it uh, kind of on the download, keep it secret, um, just in case he changed his mind again. Um, but we realized, you know, when, especially when Jamie's name came up, uh, this this was a pretty special player, we felt, and um, the, the chance to add him, they don't come very often. So. Uh, Jamie's an exciting player. Um, there's going to be an adjustment period, we feel, because of the style of play in Anaheim to our style of play. Um, but in the long term, I think he's going to be a, a fantastic player for How long were you, this team. You, and, you and Keith went to Sweden, right? No, yep. What, did something happen over there? Or what happened Nothing over happened. There? We, we tried to, but they would not engage as far as... Uh, um, a reason why, or if you know, we oh, we just wanted to be able to present our case and tell them what we were doing here and where this organization is going. Uh, unfortunately, we never got the chance. What do you mean? Did this kind of deal come quickly? As like you said, like when the name comes available, it kind of just gets itself going and then kind of just moves very quickly. Um, I, I don't know that it came quickly. It was it was still a, a while, but um, you know, Jamie was hurt to start the season, um, just recently started playing again. We wanted to see him play. Um, 
you know, but but from the get go when his name came up, we we got really excited. What are you hoping to see from him? What are you hoping to see from Jamie? And is there any concerns with his injury history? No, no. Um, we, you know, that's part of the reason. The, you know, the last day we've been looking at medical and exchanging all that with them. We feel comfortable that you know what's happened in the past is 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 all good. Um, you know, and, and after watching him play the last couple weeks, uh, he's clearly. Uh, looking like he's he's back to full health, so we're we're really excited. How long did you hear about the importance of uh, this team adding high end talent? I think a lot of yep. people looked at it and they said, you know, Mitch Goff and Gautier, they could be those guys. Yep. Do you think Drysdale can yes. be that guy for this team? Yes, Drysdale's a highly talented player that that very smooth skater as well, all around defenseman. Um, you know, I, I see him being part of a top pair of defensemen for, for a long time here for the Flyers. How long have you been, how long have you been in discussions with teams uh, for this trade? Um, well, some of the teams started finding out in the summertime, probably around the draft time. Um, it's probably when we started having different discussions. So we we did have a lot of discussion, um, but uh, clearly Jamie was a high priority. Have you heard Bob of this Murray's before? Murray's a guy with a lot of familiarity. Yeah. What, what was Bob's? Um, Bob was uh, like like a lot a lot of people raving about his character, um, about his leadership. Um, what we keep hearing is, um, you know, fantastic person to start with, and you know that's important to us too. Um, the way you see our players play, you see our team play. They they care about each other. Um, you know, and we, we needed good quality people coming in, um, and he certainly fits the bill. No, I, I, I know. I, I'll be honest, especially the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, I know when I was a free agent, I that was my, my first choice. I that's why I signed him here, obviously. But I, you know, I haven't heard very many players over the course of my career ever say anything bad about the Flyers organization. So, no, not at all, not at all, especially in the direction we're going in, especially everything that's that's being done here. Uh, it's a first-class organization. I have no doubt that that's not the case. Um, we don't know why. It might not even be related to that. There might be something that we don't know about, what we clearly don't know about, but um, I really don't know what it is. That's disappointed. It's hard to get Drysdale. Is there a little bit of disappointment that things didn't work out with Cutter, considering how well, it worked? At first, yeah. at, at first, yes. I mean, when when he told us, um, uh, you know, and, and yeah, for there's a period of time where you know we were disappointed that he didn't want to play here, um, but at some point you you got to move on, um, and, and we had done that, and um, you know after we felt this was the best time to get the most value for him. Um, after the world, the world juniors that just finished, um, that probably helped, fit, you know, finish the deal or close the deal. Hey, can, can you disclose who his agent is, and do you have a good relationship with that agent? Cutter's agent. Yeah, the relationship is fine. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say um, who the agent is, but I'm sure you can find that out. But no, the the, the relationship is fine with the agent. I, I, I don't. I, I really don't know why. Or um, you guys can probably find out more than than me <laughs> why he didn't want to play here. Was there a specific question? Talk about value. Uh, Cutter was obviously the number one puck. Do you feel like the value coming back is worth what you guys are believing you giving up to Cutter? We, we believe so. That's why we were ready to move and, and make the trade. Uh, Jamie Drysdale was a sixth overall pick. Um, 
really good defenseman that's going to be here and also only 21 years old so that was uh, also very important for us um, when you look at what our coaching staff has done with our defensemen um, that gives me a lot of hope that they can make this kid even better um, so that's that's really exciting to me where are you seeing him where are you seeing him fit Line up I don't know. It's right now, it's uh, what's that? He's not going to go down to like uh, Lehigh Valley. Oh, no, he no, no, no. He's, he's an NHL ready defenseman. No, he's ready to play. He's going to be a big part of our team. I don't know early on um, where he's going to play, but um, this this is a really special player that we're getting. Um, it's going to be here for a long time. Were you specifically targeting a defenseman in a trade back for Gauthier? I know obviously yeah. there was some thought that he could be a center. You called him a left wing at the start of this. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, you know, part of it, too, is we said it from the get-go. We wanted to build from the back end. That was a priority for us. Now, it's exciting to see the improvement of, of our defenseman, Camure, Sandheim especially. Um, so he's, he's going to fit in, in, in with those guys. So it's another piece of the puzzle for us. Um, you know, we were looking at a position of premium. If we were going to move him, it was going to be for a position of premium, either a center or a defenseman, preferably a right-shot defenseman. Um, yeah, and as far as cutter, yeah, we saw him more as a, as a winger. And, and when you look at, at Anaheim, they, they have a ton of defensemen. They have uh, really strong down the middle, so they, they could afford to, to you know, spare a defenseman. So uh, I, I'm hoping it's a trade that works for everybody. When do you envision Two more here by Wednesday or for the road trip? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. We uh, our service team service guy is gonna reach out to him. You know, Brian, um, and we're gonna try to get him here as soon as possible. Hopefully, we, you know, some sometimes here, maybe tomorrow during the day, um, and maybe he can play on Wednesday. We'll see how uh, when he gets in and how he feels.